Hello, this is Cody Sturge with the pastor at Joy Baptist Church, and you're listening to Keep Thy Heart Daily. This is a radio ministry, podcast ministry of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. We're thankful that you've tuned in today as we're preaching through God's Word. We're praying God's Word will speak to your heart as it's preached and taught from the pulpit of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. In your Bibles tonight, the book of Esther, the book of Esther, go to Psalms and turn back a few pages and you'll find it right before the book of Job and uh, the book of Esther. It's a story about this lady named Esther and we find when we come to the book of Esther, God's people are uh, really captive in a way to uh, the media Persia empire and there's a king, his name is Ahasuerus and uh the people of media Persia dislike the Jewish people and God is going to raise up and use Esther to deliver and protect the nation of Israel, God's people, uh, from persecution and really from extinction under the uh, rule of Ahasuerus. When we come to the first chapter, we get an introduction and I want to take some time to look at this uh, king, King Ahasuerus, and tonight's message is titled this, Foolish King Ahasuerus, uh, foolish King Ahasuerus, and we're going to look together, Esther chapter number one, I want to read you the story and then I'll bring the message and we'll begin here in chapter number one, verse number one, and I'm going to go all the way to the fourth verse of chapter two, follow along and hear the story, and uh, if you've not read this in a while, your, uh, your memory will be jogged, and if you've never read it all, I think you'll see what's going on as we begin here. And we meet King Ahasuerus, and uh, we meet his wife, and we meet some counselors, and we see the beginning of the story of the book of Esther. The Bible says in chapter 1, verse 1, Now it came to pass in the days of Ahasuerus, uh, this is Ahasuerus, which reigned from India even unto Ethiopia, over 107 and 20 provinces, that in those days when the king Ahasuerus sat on the throne of his kingdom, which was in Shushan the palace, in the third year of his reign, he made a feast unto all his princes and his servants, the power of Persia and Media, the nobles and princes of the provinces being before him. When he showed the riches of his glorious kingdom and the honor of his excellent majesty many days, even a hundred and fourscore days, and when these days were expired, the king made a feast unto all the people that were present in Shushan the palace, both unto great and small, seven days in the court of the garden of the king's palace, where were white, green, and blue hangings, fastened with cords of fine linen and purple to silver rings and pillars of marble. The beds were of gold and silver upon a pavement of red and blue and white and black marble. And they gave them drink in vessels of gold, the vessels being diverse one from another, and royal wine in abundance, according to the state of the king. And the drinking was according to the law. None did compel, for so the king had appointed to all the officers of his house that they should do according to every man's pleasure. Also, Vashti, the queen, made a feast for the women in the royal house which belonged to King Ahasuerus. And when we come to through verse number 9, uh, we're, we're meeting King Ahasuerus, and King Ahasuerus is throwing some kind of party. Uh, for 180 days, there's been a consecutive and consistent partying uh, 
among his, in his kingdom, in his palace, and different folks are coming in and out, and they're partying. And he's showing off how wealthy he is. He's showing off how glorious his kingdom is. He's a showman full of pride. Including in all, included in all the partying was a lot of drinking, which leads to a lot of foolishness. And we concluded in verse 9, we meet with Vashti, his queen. Vashti is throwing a party for the women at the same time. The Bible says in verse number 10, On the seventh day, when the heart of the king was merry with wine, he commanded Mahuman, Biztha, Harbona, Bigtha, and Abagtha. If you're looking for baby names, I wouldn't recommend going there. <laughs> Zethar and Carcass, the seven chamberlains that served in the presence of Hazuerus the king. To bring Vashti the queen, this is the king commands and wants to bring Vashti. Here's what he wants. He says, bring Vashti the queen before the king with the crown royal to show the people and the princes her beauty, for she was fair to look on. But the queen, Vashti, refused to come at the king's commandment. But his chamberlains, therefore, was the king very wroth. And his anger burned in him. Then the king said to the wise men, which knew the times, for so was the king's manner toward all that knew law and judgment. And the next unto him was Karshina, Shethar, Admetha, Tarshish, Merez, Marcina and Mamukam, the seven princes of Persia and Media, which saw the king's face and which sat the first in the kingdom. We meet all these people, these princes, and the Bible says here in verse 15, the king says to these men, what shall we do unto the queen, Vashti, according to the law? Because she hath not performed the commandment of the king Ahasuerus, by the chamberlains. So when we come here now through verse number 15, here's what's happened. The king has said and called for Vashti. He wants Vashti to come before his drunken buddies and show off her beauty. Vashti does something that took both great courage and I think was very right. Vashti said no. So now what does the king do? The king has all of his princes a group of men who knew the times. He called them wise men. He looks at this group of men and he says, what should we do to Vashti? And that's where we pick up in verse number 16. One of the seven counselors, one of the seven princes speaks up. His name is Mamukin. The Bible says Mamukin answered before the king and the princes, Vashti the queen hath not done wrong to the king only, but also to all the princes and all the people that are in all the provinces of the king Ahasuerus. For this deed the queen shall come abroad unto all women, so that they shall despise their husbands in their eyes. When it shall be reported, the king Ahasuerus commanded Vashti the queen to be brought in before him, but she came not. Likewise shall the ladies of Persia and Media say this day unto all the king's princes, which have heard of the deeds of the queen, thus shall they arise too much contempt and wrath, if it please the king, let there go a royal commandment from him and let it be written among the laws of the Persians and the Medes that it be not altered, that Vashti come no more before king Ahasuerus and let the king give her royal estate unto another that is better than she. And when the king's decree, which he shall make, shall be published throughout all his empire, for it is great, all the wives 
shall give to their husbands honor, both to great and small. And the saying pleased the king and the princes, and the king did according to the word of Mamukin. For he sent letters into all the king's provinces, into every province according to the writing thereof, and to every people after their language, that every man should bear rule in his own house, and that it should be published according to the language of every people. And what we just see here is this man, Mamukin, he speaks up. You know what he's doing? He's telling the king what the king wants to hear. He's a yes man. And he tells the king, he says, I'll tell you one thing, king. Vashti not obeying you has done a great service, a disservice not only to you, but she's done a disservice to the whole kingdom. And this, this guy, Mamukin, he must have been scared to death of his wife because he said, he said, I'm just going to tell you, every woman in our kingdom is going to hate and despise and disobey their husband from this point forward. He says, and you're going to do all the men a great service if you banish her from your presence and never see her again. And the king, because he's been angry, the king, because he's been embarrassed, the king, because he's a fool, says, you know what, I think that's a good idea. And they put it into law. When we turn the page to the next chapter, chapter number two and verse number one, things have settled down just a little bit and we watch King Ahasuerus begin to have a little introspection on the decisions he's just recently made. Here's what the Bible says in verse number one of chapter two. After these things, when the wrath of King Ahasuerus was appeased, he remembered Vashti and what she had done and what was decreed against her. Then said the king's servants that ministered unto him, let there be fair young virgins sought for the king and let the king appoint officers in all the provinces of his kingdom that they may gather together all the fair young virgins unto Shushan the palace to the house of the women under the custody of Hege the king's chamberlain keeper of the women and let their things be for purification be given them and let the maiden which pleads with the king be queen instead of Vashti and the thing pleased the king and he did so in verse number one you see the king sitting there thinking man I can't believe what I did to Vashti Oh, have you ever been mad and did something when you had time to settle down and think about it for me? Like, man, I really messed up. And as the king is beginning to have this change of heart, one of his servants speak up and says, I tell you what we need to do. Forget about Vashti. Let's gather all the young virgins. We'll put them through a series of purification and you can have your pick of them. And we'll let the one that you like the most be the king in Vashti's place. And old Ahasuerus' flesh began to boil up again inside of him. And he said, I think that's a good idea. Foolish king Ahasuerus. Now, I'll have you know something. As we study the book of Esther, we're going to find out that old Ahasuerus does silly things, foolish things all through this book. Ultimately, we're going to see God do a mighty work through Esther. The king of Hazard, he was a foolish king. We need to learn from this man. When we begin here, let's consider this, the first point, number one. Oh, what a party. Verses one through eight. Oh, what a party. Let me tell you something. There was nobody that could party like king of Hazard. He'd gotten to a place with his power that for 180 days, six months of his life, he had a party every day. 
Every person, every prominent person, all of his kingdom, they were coming in and out, rolling in and out. And every day he is entertaining and he is whining and dining and living it up. Oh, what a party. As we entered, we're introduced to him in verses 1 and 2, we see all the kingdoms that he rules and all the people that he has rule over. And we see all the wealth that he has. But I want you to know something about Ahasuerus that we need to pay close attention to. He was a man of great power and he ruled over many people and many kingdoms and many lands and much money and many things. But he could not control himself. He had no rule over himself. Folks, that is the sign of a person's bankrupt. Now, it's a battle that we all face. I've heard men say, the, my worst enemy is the one I shave in the mornings. I quit that shaving stuff, but I understand the point. Poor King Hazuerus. You know, it's easy to look at people sometimes that have things and means and power and look at all them with envy. But I'll tell you, the richest people you ever know are folks who can control their spirit with the power of God. The richest people you know are the ones that have, are not ruled by their anger, but are ruled by the spirit of God. The most wonderful people you ever meet are the people who are happy even if they don't have the praise of men and things around them. The happiest and the strongest and the mightiest of people are the people who find their satisfaction in the Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Ahasuerus, oh, what a party. He was a man of amazing power, but had no power over himself. Verses 3 through 9, we see in verse 3, in the third year of his reign, he made a feast unto all the princes and his servants, the power of Persia and Media, the nobles, the princes and the provinces being before him. Verse number 4, he showed the riches of his glorious kingdom. Why did he do this? The Bible says the purpose of all the partying was to show off. I don't know about you, but when I was a little boy, show-offs were never very impressive. And as an adult, show-offs still aren't very impressive. You see, if you have to flaunt yourself in order to get the praise of men, you probably don't have what you think you have. It's like somebody that's a leader. If somebody has to remind you that they're a leader, they're probably not much of a leader. Thank you for listening today to Keep Thy Heart Daily. This is a ministry of faith of the Chilhowee Baptist Church. For more Bible preaching, visit us at chilhoweebaptistchurch.com or download our app wherever you get your apps, Chilhowee Baptist Church. God bless you. I hope you have a wonderful day.